Hello and welcome back to the Sick Boy Podcast. Josh Squared. I'm Gregor. And I'm Miller. And today is, what is it, day six? Yeah, this is day six. Yeah, day six of traveling across the United States. Um, I guess I'll start us off with uh, today. We started off at the Alamo um, after waking up, which essentially was a walk away from our hotel. However, we did not walk to the ho- uh, to the Alamo. We had to check out by 11, and we didn't know how long we were going to be there. Yeah. So we just spent a little bit of time at the Alamo. We learned the reason why there is a saying, uh, remember the Alamo. Um it used to be a longer saying with like remember the Goliad and the Alamo uh, because apparently the Mexican army did not so much as a massacre as it was a slaughter killing literally everyone um, in those places and over time the meaning changed in the last 50 years to remember the Alamo as a sacrifice for the Americans who died uh, at the Alamo. In a war we started, no less. I mean, Texas wanted to be part of America, so it kind of happened. <laughs> yeah, we really need to teach more historical context. Yeah, anywho, um, shall we talk about <laughs> our uh, road trip today? Yeah. We're, we're a little bit on the loopy side today because we've been driving again <clears throat> all freaking day. And driving through Texas is... Probably one of the most boring drives we've ever done. There's so little variation, although there were a few moments of excitement. Uh, I'm gonna actually gonna skip ahead towards the end of it because <laughs> this guy, oh. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. <laughs> this guy lost his mind over the simple fact that everything is so far apart from each other. There's you could go several hundred miles without any major sign of civilization. And I kept trying to understand why he was getting so upset about this, because he doesn't plan on moving here, and we're going to leave Texas tomorrow, so what's the deal here? And he responded, he couldn't give me a response, or at least a logical one. I was saying, like, it's so boring, it's not stimulating to my brain, because there's just nothing there, it's just a bunch of open space. What does it matter, though? We weren't going to stay there forever. I mean, true, but still, though, it's like the same, like like he was saying, I didn't give a good enough reason. And then in the process of him not giving me a reason that made any logical sense... I lost my mind in exactly the same way over that, so we were both just this negative feedback loop of insanity for a good ten minutes with us laughing our heads off, and in hindsight, it's actually pretty funny. (laughs) It was just, like, absolute madness. I'm just, like, like, I don't know what it was. Like, it was just, like, dead silence between the both of us. For, like, I don't know, an hour. An hour or so, yeah. And then, like, I just suddenly break it with, like, dude, there's nothing here. And then we, I guess that sort of opened the floodgates, and then we lost our minds, because he was pent up because there was nothing to really focus on, and I was, I guess, a little bit pent up because I was tired and driving for most of the day. Yeah, it's just like this explosion of just, like, everything sucks. Okay, so, so, um... We're going to rewind a little bit before we get to that. Yeah. To give some context to this, actually, um, 
basically, so we started at San Antonio, and like on the way out, it was like crazy as leaving every single city uh, on this planet usually is, <coughs> or usually tends to be. And uh, on our way, like through, like out of San Antonio, it didn't really look all too deserty until like I don't know, about two hours in. And then it be began to look like a desert, and then there was like no civilization for like miles. And like every once in a while, we'd pass by like an abandoned ranch or like an oil rig, which was interesting, needless to say. Um, but like that was it. It was like every uh, like 50, 30 miles, you might see something, and like towns were like every 100 miles. <laughs> Although, I will say, as a student of geology in Towson. My professors have always told me that Texas is very <coughs> geologically boring. It's very flat. And I got to be honest, I was not I I don't see much. I didn't see much today to confirm that because while most of it was very flat, we saw hills we saw hills as far as the eye could see. And once we got further into the desert, we saw more and more plateaus, even a couple mountain ranges, small ones mind you, but they were there. Yeah. And those mountain ranges were actually pretty cool to look at. It was actually stimulating. But in my uh, opinion, probably the best or at least most interesting thing we saw was that small dust storm. Dust off, devil. Dust devil. Way up in the desert. It was basically a small tornado. <laughs> not not nearly enough to destroy anything. But it was fun and interesting seeing that small cyclone out of nowhere. And also the thunderstorm on the other side of that, which probably had something to do with why it was there. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, we were just, like, chilling in the car, and I'm just like, dude, I think that's rain. You're like, no, it's just a cloud in the shadow. I'm like, no, I really think it's rain. And then lightning strike, and we're like, yeah, that's probably a rain. Yeah, that was, it was rain. <laughs> he was right. And we drove through a short-lived but horrendous downpour, which I did not expect to find in the desert of all places. Yeah. Although I will say it was a welcome relief for my windshield because <laughs> we've hit too many bugs over the past six days. To explain exactly how bad our windshield has gotten, like, you'd see, like, <laughs> a bug. Let's, let's not be too graphic here. It's fine. They're just bugs. Yeah, I know. I don't know how strong the stomachs of our listeners are. I think they'll be fine. All right, carry on. So, like, our... our um windshield had like little tiny dots from like where like gnats just like exploded upon the windshield and then like every once in a while you'd see like this big old splotch of questionable uh bug juice where a big bug like exploded and like you'd see it's like skin <laughs> it's flattened against a window thanks I for that image it's a good image is it i think it's quite descriptive <laughs> i'm not doubting the descriptiveness i'm doubting the appeal who cares about appeal it's a bug <laughs> A Clear. flying one at that. Clearly, you've never met an entomologist. An entomologist? Someone who studies insects. Ah. Sorry to the entomologists out there and those who like collecting bugs. Um, but yes, seeing bugs explode on a windshield, quite exciting, specifically for me. <laughs> Glad you had fun. It was murder on my car. Well, that's why we got windshield wiper fluid at that gas station. Yeah, apparently, yeah. Unfortunately, we went through the whole thing in four days because that is how many bugs we hit over a small span of time driving. Yeah, it was like what your little war. Yep, and I have been losing since day one. Yes, you have. <laughs> Which... 
uh, in my opinion, is quite rather funny. Probably not towards Josh, though. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably laugh at it in a while from now. While we're on the trip, I'm going to continue to be frustrated and angry. Whilst driving, you'll yes. hate it. And then when, probably when we get back to Maryland, you'll be like, that was a lot of bugs. Yeah. <laughs> just like looks at windshield. Hmm. <laughs> I'll probably just be like, I'm done driving for a while. I mean, at least it's no longer cicadas, you know? That is true. I don't have to deal with that problem anymore. And it's nice not to listen to them anymore. Not to hear that. <laughs> As soon as you step outside, it's quite a blessing. That's true. Because, <laughs> like, honestly, cicadas and their <clears throat> sound, like, just gave me a headache. <laughs> so, anyway, back to the day at hand. Yeah. Uh, there's not really a whole lot to report on. The Alamo was the only thing... Oh! Oh, mm-hmm. no, that's not true. Uh, Kreger has a friend that we... That he's been talking to online for... How long have you been talking to him? Quite a while. And he lives here in El Paso. So we met him earlier today and had dinner with him at a place called Chico's Tacos. Yeah, it was... Um, basically, he said it was El Paso's like place of Tex-Mex that you could go to. Um, and one way that it was described is that you are essentially drinking a taco. I found it pretty okay. I was not mad... I, I, I don't know. I was kind of in the middle about the flavor, though. Mm. But, like, the experience was cool, me, I guess. Me being someone who is very hit or miss with Mexican food, uh, I, I kind of just took the safe route and got a cheeseburger. I'm just going to say it right now. I copped out. Mm-hmm. I literally said to... Okay, so, actually, let me get a little context to this person who I've been talking to. His name is Dustin. Uh, shout out to Dustin for being a cool dude. We should send um, him a link to the podcast. Oh, I already did. Oh, good. Yeah, look at me go. Um, <laughs> and so, like, shout out to Dustin. And I met him online, and his gamer tag. Uh, for those of you who don't know what a gamer tag is, a gamer tag is basically your. Uh, fake name on the internet that you use in order to like hide your identity and how other people can identify you by using your fake name. Basically a username. Essentially. And so his name was not Dusto. We all called him Dusto. Um, I met him on a game called VRChat, which is where it's essentially a social platform online where you pick an avatar and you do whatever. He was a deer <laughs> that had uh, no bone ligaments, so it'd kind of like wibble and wobble and do all this crazy stuff when it moved around. It was hilarious. Um, and I met him on there, and he was pretty cool, so I friended him. And over the couple of course of months, I got to know him better and better. And like I mentioned at one point, I was like, hey, dude, I'm going around the United States on a trip. Um, what if I come out to El Paso and say hello? And he's like, actually, that sounds pretty cool. And so today we came out to El Paso and that's where we met Dustin. Um, so I, I, I don't know. For me, it was like really surreal meeting him in like in the flesh, just seeing like the actual person who was behind that, uh, the other side of the screen, so to speak. Um, it's a very interesting experience to meet someone face-to-face who you've grown to trust by talking to online, and then you meet them face-to-face. It's very surreal, and I 
am just like overjoyed um, because it's like wow I finally got to meet somebody who I talked to I talked to daily almost on a game and I see them in real life and they're just as cool as I imagined <clears throat> so well, yeah I'm glad it lived up to the hype man Mm-hmm. so I think that basically covers everything we have to discuss about the plans so now it is time for our new segment in which we do one bad dad joke for the podcast episode Apparently. and then we'll answer a question yeah <laughs> hey I, we said we would do this last I time i know <laughs> all right let's see what's something that is decent to hear uh let's see all right i'm just gonna I'm, I'm just gonna make it a stupid one and be mindful this is very stupid a man walks into a bar with a slab of asphalt under his arm and simply oh, says to gosh. the bartender, A beer, please, and one for the road. <laughs> yeah, I heard this one on, on the way, I think it was, to um, San Antonio. I was like, uh... No, that was, this was day one of the trip, <laughs> Was dude. it day one? Day one. Oh my gosh. He just pinched the bridge of his nose right after I said the punchline. Yeah, line. it's like... Okay, so like I don't do face palms too often. I more or less pinch the bridge of my nose. That's my version of the face palm. I'm just like, okay. Any, anyone who's a fan of dad jokes knows the joke itself is not why you tell them. It's people's reactions to them that are so funny. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the main appeal of a dad joke. Oh gosh. So we have one question, and this one is actually courtesy of Craig's father. So, shout out to uh, Father Kreger. Hello, Dad. Um, hope you're listening in. Here's a question. In NOLA, when the scammer said that if you couldn't answer his riddles, you'd have to pay him $20 a piece, why didn't you suggest uh, he take a long walk on a short pier? Uh, <laughs> so, to that... Um, well... <laughs> To that, I guess we should say that, one, we didn't exactly know that, like, we thought we were going to get the shoe shine for free, and then he's like, after he shined our shoes, he's like, $20, $20, and I'm like... Why did we oh. even need a shoe shine? They were tennis I shoes. I know! <laughs> Look at my shiny tennis shoes! Ooh. Oh, yes, I can't wait to see them covered in dust five minutes later from now. Yeah, they're covered in dust. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Texas is quite dusty. I would, even just New Orleans, man. Yeah, that too. So, why we didn't exact? Why do we didn't say to him the exact words? Why don't you take a long walk on a short pier? Uh, for one thing, I don't think either of us remembered that expression at the time. No, nor did we like think that he would suddenly demand twenty dollars. And I guess the reason for him is because the people we've met on this trip have always been so nice to us. So I guess every once in a while we need a reminder that there are people who are, for lack of a better term, just looking out for number one. And that is a useful skill to keep in mind, and we definitely won't be making that mistake again. Mm-hmm. So when we get to touristy areas and cities and whatnot, uh, we'll tend to take better care of that uh, by not... Um, looking like tourists? Not Well, no, we can look like tourists all we want. We just have to keep going on our way um 
And if someone says like, oh yeah, and keeps trying to talk to us, and like, if they're like trying to like make a bet or something, we'll just have to keep going. See, this is why, folks. I only gamble with my life, never my money. Gambling with your life is so much more valuable than money, but yeah. But there's also uh, there's also very few situations in life that require stakes that high. Yes. Um. <coughs> yeah. So, um, should, should, did we explain, like, why I'm now sick? Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, folks, he caught my cold, which I am gradually coming out of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think this kind of happened, like, over the course of time because, like, um, <laughs> the funniest thing, I think it's funny, Josh, Josh may not, but, like, every time he was driving and I'm in the passenger seat, he would cough into his right and whenever I was driving and he was doing the passenger, he'd cough into his left, which apparently for him was just a natural reaction, and like I never pointed it out. The only thing I can figure out as to why I did it is because whenever I was in one seat or the other, whichever side happened to be the side I wasn't in had more room to it, so I could maneuver my arm a certain way in order to cover my mouth more effectively, and clearly it didn't work well enough. Yeah, because... Uh, here I am with a nice raspy throat. If I, you know, completely release my voice and try and talk naturally, it sounds off. So, I'm, on a positive note, if he wants to sing uh, blues at a jazz club, he can probably do it for now. <laughs> I can sing the blues, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna play blues music uh, tomorrow on the road. Oh dear, please don't. I won't want to sing, and then I'll screw my voice over even more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, um, <laughs> golly gee willikers, man. So I think that's really about all we've got to cover today. Jo Craiger, do you have anything to say? Um, no, I don't really think so. Uh, so yeah, thanks for uh, listening in to day six of the road trip across America and the podcast Josh Squared. I've been Miller. And I've been Craiger. And we'll see you tomorrow. This time we're going to Phoenix. Phoenix, baby! Save it for Vegas. Mm.